Hello. Welcome back to the Magic Woods Podcast. This story is called Rip It. Well, Kitty and her friends kept heading north along Everlasting Road, hoping to find a city of some sort. They were getting steadily better at shelter building and food gathering all the time, and Murr showed the others how to weave baskets. I learned this from an immortal woman named Zenda back in Magic Woods, she said. Pinky said, immortal? And Pinky was actually getting very adept at weaving. So, was she a goddess? Murr said, mm, maybe. The baskets were very useful for gathering seeds and nuts and berries and fruit. But one morning they awoke to find that one of the baskets had been pulled apart in the night. Pinky went, oh. Whisker, did you do this? No. Why do you think I'd do something like that? Pinky pointed at the pulled-apart pieces of the basket. Because this has low-down, mean-spirited, and rude written all over it. Whisker said, oh, and I suppose that spells me. But I didn't do it. Doggy scratched his head as he examined the damage. Hmm, maybe a wild animal did it? Bunny shook her head slowly. No, this looks too deliberate. Someone didn't destroy the basket. They took it apart carefully, piece by piece. <sighs> Pinky narrowed her eyes at Whisker. Gee, wonder who that could have been. Whisker went, it wasn't me. Pinky had to spend much of that morning rebuilding the basket. And then they all decided to just stay at this camp for a couple of days. Bunny said, you know, it'll be nice to stay in one place for more than a day. We're not really in a rush to reach this city. And this spot is good. We're near a river, and there's plenty of food nearby. And Doggy said, and also, we won't have to build a whole new shelter. He smiled at the lean-to he had helped create. This is a pretty nice and solid one, if I do say so myself. Pinky said, it is, and I like those soft moss pillows you made. Mer said, and the hanging flower decorations. You really do a good job decorating these places. Doggy said, well, thank you, Ruffy. But that afternoon, when the group set out to gather food for dinner, somebody took the shelter apart. The animals returned to find the lean-to and the moss pillows and all the flower decorations in pieces. Doggy said, oh, who would do this? Pinky said, who indeed? And she stared at Whisker. Whisker said, ah, I didn't do it. I swear on a monkey's uncle. Bunny looked at Whisker suspiciously. Whisker, what were you doing while we were out gathering food? I was out gathering food too. I was just doing it by myself. Oh, and where is it? Where is what? Where is the food you supposedly gathered? Whisker looked down at his empty paws. Okay, fine, I wasn't gathering food. I was fooling around with some pine cones. I was trying to make a bowling game because I got bored. But I didn't take apart the shelter, I swear. Pinky said, likely story. Bunny said, mm, I don't know. Whisker is usually pretty upfront about his pranks once he gets caught. If he says he didn't do it, he might be telling the truth. Well, they rebuilt the shelter and settled in for the evening. And in the morning, they woke to find that someone had taken one of their baskets apart again. Ah, Pinky shook her head at Whisker and said, It's got to be you. Would you stop doing that? Whisker said, It's not me. 
The animals had a very tense breakfast. Everyone kept glaring at Whisker. He said, I didn't do it. And then the group agreed that somebody should keep an eye on Whisker at all times. But Whisker didn't like this idea. He said, Aw, man, I like being alone sometimes, you know. Pinky said, yeah, to do pranks. So Whisker had to go with Doggy and Murr to gather food that afternoon. Kitty stayed behind to guard the shelter. And Meowmy, we should have someone stay awake and guard the camp tonight. Well, that night, Kitty and Bunny stayed up late, watching over the camp while the others slept. Around midnight, Bunny clutched Kitty's arm. Ow, Meowmy! Bunny pointed at the sky. Look, she whispered. Kitty looked up. A sad-looking woman with closed eyes was gliding silently over the heavens. She was nearly transparent, like a ghost. In her right hand, she held a pale lamp aloft, and she was huge, almost the size of the whole sky. Kitty said, who the heck is that? Bunny said, maybe that's the pale goddess. Kitty said, what pale goddess? Bunny said, remember that the bobcat mentioned? Kitty went, oh, meow, I didn't really listen to that guy. Bunny rolled her eyes. Then she and Kitty watched as the pale goddess passed overhead and disappeared into the east. Bunny said, whoever she is, she seems sad about something. Kitty said, or sleepy. Suddenly, Bunny grabbed Kitty's arm again. Ow! Look, Bunny whispered, pointing into the dark forest. Kitty peered into the darkness and saw a pair of big amber eyes. The eyes belonged to some sort of creature that was inching slowly towards one of their baskets. Kitty said, oh, it's the culprit. The amber-eyed creature grabbed one of the baskets and slowly began pulling it apart. Kitty went, gotcha, Kitty Karate, yeah! And she jumped out of hiding and caught the slippery creature as it tried to dart away into the woods. Oh, please don't hurt me, gurgled the creature, which they could now see was kind of a frog, or maybe a lizard, or maybe a baby alligator crossed with a tiny horse. Although really it looked like none of those things. It had long straight legs and a slender green body. It seemed to be a reptile or amphibian of some sort, but like none they'd ever seen before. And Bunny approached the creature cautiously and she said, are you the one who's been tearing our baskets and shelters apart? The creature nodded sadly. Mm, yes. Bunny said, what's your name? Rippet. Rippet, said Kitty. No, Rippet, answered the creature. As in, I like to rip things apart. It's my nature. Kitty said, your nature? Oh, so like that's what your species of frog, lizard, crocodile, whatever you are, does? Mm, actually, I'm a crocodilomorph, said Rippet. Or a pseudo-Sukian archosaur, if you want to get technical. And I'm the only one of my kind, I think. Bunny pulled away from him, as his nimble and surprisingly dainty fingers had begun reaching for a loose thread on her dress. Uh, well, rip it. We'd appreciate it if you didn't take our stuff apart. Oh, but you've got the most interesting stuff I've seen in a long time. I try taking things apart that wild animals make, but that's not as rewarding and never goes well. When I took apart a beaver dam, the beavers slapped me with their tails. And when I take birds' nests apart, the birds peck me. 
And whenever I try to pull a bee's nest apart, the bees get all grumpy and start stinging me for some reason. Bunny said, well, that's probably because nobody likes having their hard work undone. But I need to take things apart. Kitty said, no, you don't. Stay away from our camp or I'll karate chop you into next week. Bunny said, Kitty. Rippet reached for Kitty's kitty karate belt. But I need to take things apart. Kitty said, you need to leave us alone. And she raised her arms as if she was going to strike. Rippet flinched. And then he nodded sadly. I'm, I'm sorry for bothering you. I promise I'll leave you alone from now on. I'll just find some bees nests to pull apart, I guess. Goodbye. They watched as he galloped away into the dark trees. Kitty said, what a kooky weirdo. Bunny said, I feel kind of bad for him. He seems lonely. Well, I hope he finds some good things to take apart that don't hurt him. Well, the others slept through this whole encounter. And in the morning, Kitty and Bunny gathered the group together to tell them what had happened. Pinky took a deep breath when she found out that it hadn't been Whisker taking things apart after all. Hmm. So she approached Whisker after breakfast and apologized. Whisker, I'm sorry I kept saying it was you taking stuff apart. Whisker said, it's okay. Pinky said, no, it's really not okay. I shouldn't have accused you without evidence. Whisker said, oh, um, um, well, uh, thanks for the apology. I forgive you. Pinky smiled, and then she sat down on a stump to begin weaving a new basket. But she sat on something squishy and wet. Ew! She stood up and saw that someone had placed a bunch of overripe red berries on her seat. Who did this? she cried. Whisker raised his paw. Now that was me. <laughs> well, that's the end of the story. Rip it. The next story is called Hop Goblins. Goodbye. <laughs>